thankful to be here today. I want to read you a chunk of scripture this morning. I really only really want to concentrate on the bottom half, the last sentence of one verse. Well, this was such pretty reading. Can you say purdy? Purdy. No, it's with P-U-R-D-D-D-Y. You got to drag it. Purdy. That's how we do it in Craig. We drag the, it's about four D's. P-U-R-D-D-D-Y. Purdy. She's purdy, ain't she? Amen, brother. Ah, I got a witness, ain't I? Both yeah, purdy, 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 purdy. But I want to read it. We call, and it just, I just couldn't. I said, Lord, I'm gonna have to read that. I'm not really preaching on this, other than one little piece. But I said, that's just purdy. Revelations 19. How many know you'll be blessed just by reading this word this morning? If you don't get a thing out of what I preach this morning, the Bible promises you that you will be blessed just because we're going to read what we're reading. Right now. Right now. Revelations 19, verse 9 through verse 16. The Bible says this. And he saith unto me, right blessed, blessed are they which are called Unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. Are you called? This is better than Grandma calling you at supper time. And let me just tell you, that was pretty snazzy. It was pretty good. Amen. Blessed are they who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he saith unto me, these are true sayings of God. Verse 10. And I fell at his feet, John said. And to worship him. And he said, he said, see that thou do it not. I am a fellow servant and, and thy brethren that have, and of thy brethren that have the testimony of Jesus. Worship God, he says. Worship God. I want you to see this last little piece. This is actually where I'm going. But this is this last little piece. It says, for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. We'll come back. This is, this is the purdy stuff. It's just purdy. I just like it. And I saw heaven open. And behold, a white horse. Debbie Sarvin. A white horse. And he that sat upon it was called faithful and true and in righteousness. And he doth judge and he doth make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. And he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. And his, his name is called the Word of God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses. Clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth go a sharp sword that will, that with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he that treadeth. The winepress of the fierceness of, and the wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written. King of kings and Lord of lords. Just purdy. Just purdy. Man. I bless his name this morning. Brother Angle, would you please bless our time? God, thank you for the opportunity to feel like when we hear your word read, we feel like just getting in the offering basket and say, Lord, take all of me. Take all of me today. Nothing in return. 
In Jesus' name, touch our pastor this morning with the bread of life. In Jesus' name, and by the faith of God, we simply call it done. Amen. 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 Done. 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 Thank you, Brother Angle. Amen. Done. Done. You can be seated this morning. I, I'll try not to keep you long. I know, I know we've used a lot of time other places, but this is just a, this is just a time of worship. And like I always say, if you've got to go, just go. It's fine. We're, we're good with that. And if you're done before I'm done, you're done. It's all right. It's all right. And I love you. And I appreciate you. And I'll see you next trip. But, but I want to share this with you this morning. Um, this is just something. It's because it's, it's a different word for me. This is a different time. And, and that's good. The Lord's been doing a lot, with that, a lot of that with me here lately. And I feel like it's a growing time, uh, uh, expanding my territory somewhat, if you will. But I want to share this, and, and it kind of coincides with even this week. And, and I wasn't even real sure how everything was going to put come together. And I actually had one lady say, man, make sure you tell. Well, I actually had two ladies this week that told me, said, man, if you ever, you ever kind of give parts of your testimony again, I really want to know. I really want to know because I want to be there. And I couldn't even really tell them that I was because I really didn't know. I'm just kind of that way. I don't really know what the Lord's going to really finally do until actually, until actually I'm speaking it. Because I may start one place and end up somewhere else anyway. And I didn't really want to lie to them and say, you know what, I'm going I'm to do some of that. And then. And, and I'm going to head that direction, but there's no promises. There's no promises. But I love that. Go back to that verse uh, 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 10, if you would, a minute, uh, sister. Verse 10. I want, I want us to look at this one more time. Verse 10. And about, now that last sentence, that last sentence says, For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. I, I want to talk to you this morning. Let me just give you this title. And you'll understand, you won't understand it right now, but you will in a minute. I want to talk to you about a do-it-again anointing. A do-it-again anointing. A do-it-again anointing. Now, the test, I want to give you just a little thought here. You know, I, I believe this, but, but even according to the, the scripture here and what it says here, it, it, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. That's a declaration. That's not up for debate that's not up if you don't even like the word prophecy i'm sorry it's there it's it's, it's declared it's just what it is and that 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 just kind of sells it but that this, this kind of means this and and i and i know it can mean more and i'm not exhausted at all but that kind of means that the testimony of jesus is in a realm of of, of an anointing it's in a realm that is an anointing it's in a realm that that is an anointing that is that is prophetic in nature I want you to get that. The testimony of Jesus is, is an anointing, and it's in, it's in the realm of the prophetic. And I want to share I want to share this. And like I said, I'm not exhausting none of these subjects because they're much too big for my mind, my brain. Anyway, uh, just from my viewpoint and from, from where I see it, I, I see two things really in that thought. And, and one, one, this points to the future. How, how many knows that? That this, this, this testimony of Jesus this, this prophetic anointing points to the future. How many know de prophetic declarations, even out of the testimonies, they point to a future, but also, and, and more so for today, as I want to look at today, uh, I feel like that they also, their spiritual anointing and they're prophetic in the realm that they have the power this morning to change. The, the testimonies of Jesus have an anointing in the prophetic nature that they can change lives today. All over this building. 
to everyone that's here, that they have the ability, the power's there. I don't know whether the faith will be here in us, but they have the power. They do. And for anything that's presently going on right now in our personal lives, in our country, in our, in, in, in our communities, whatever is happening, amen, I believe that. I believe any, any word, whether it's written, uh, whether it's uh, uh, experienced, if, if, if you want to call it that way, uh, any experienced word of, of what God has done, any written word or any experienced word of what, of what God has done is a testimony of Jesus. When you, when you, when you verbally talk what God has done in your life, I'm going somewhere, so you try to hang with me. When you speak of what God's even done in your life, that is the testimony of Jesus. That is a prophetic utterance. Not only maybe pointing to the future, but especially carrying the power if it's true and genuine. It will, it will be it will be enforced with the Spirit of God. There will, be a, there will be an anointing. There will be the Holy Ghost power that people will feel, will feel when you speak the testimony of Jesus. It will flow out and have the power to change lives. Change lives. Change lives. Not because you're showing off or not because you're special, but because the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. It is. It is. It is. It is. And it has the any, any, I believe that any spoken, written, experienced word. It has that. Amen. And I believe it, that this testimony can change the present, the present, the present. And, and I believe that. I believe that for today. And if nothing else, you'll get a glimpse. Nothing else, at least here's the prophetic future part. You get a glimpse of what it should be. When, when, when somebody speaks of the test, what God's done in your life, in their life, you get a glimpse of what it should be in your life or what it could be. Speaking, speaking things that, that are not, but as they should be, you get a glimpse. When you, when you, hear, when you hear a couple get, get up and talk about how God restored their marriage, you get a glimpse. My girls has always blessed me and Cindy when they, they would tell they would tell how we we've give them we've give them a life to follow and 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 and, and marriage wise and, and and all it was is they got a glimpse of what this is what it should be and whatever other realm whatever other realm that's just that's just one that's just a thought that's just there but I want you to think about that but it can be that but it's also it is also that present ability. Now, uh, I want you to catch this because this is the heart of it. This is the heart of it. In the Old Testament, uh, in the Old Testament, it's not just New Testament, but in the Old Testament, uh, we know about the Ark of the Covenant, right? The Ark of the Covenant. Remember the Ark of the Covenant? It had, remember it was that, that, that sacred box that, that they had made. Keith went over that a, a few Friday nights ago. Well, several now. But he went over that and he talked about how it was made and all that. And, and I'm not going to rehash none of that. But, but, but. Within it, within it, remember, was, was the tables of stone that Moses had, the law. Uh, the other thing was a, a jar of manna, remember. The third, the third thing, remember, was, was that 
was that rod of Aaron's, that almond, that almond rod, that almond rod that God laying in a box that God, that God brought back to. Is my rod up here? Yeah, just think of that. Just think of that. Think of that. Think of that. Think of that. That we lay this in here and, and come in, and it has whatever that is. This oak, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's an oak stick. Whatever that oak began to, to to bud and to bring forth acorns, laying right there. Wouldn't that be powerful? Boom. Anyway, that was what was in the box. That was called the. We know that as the Ark of the Covenant, which later be, had this name. This name, remember. The Ark of the Testimonies. Remember? It, car- yeah. it had the Ark of the Testimonies. And, and, and this was a powerful force in the Old Testament children of God's lives. That this, this had the power to, 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 to ensure victories, to overcome, to, for battle, for, for just, just, it was just sought after. David, David, this went all out to get it, to receive it, to bring it home. It was the power. It was the prophetic. It was everything that they needed. It was, it was fulfilled in this ark. And it wasn't just the rocks. It wasn't just the man. It was, and, it was, and it wasn't just what it resembled. It, how many know that these ark of the testimonies, they had the angelic presence, but that wasn't even the power. But it, but it carried God's presence. That these items, it was in this box. I wonder this morning. I want to ask you a question. What is in your box? What's in your box? Because they, they carried this box and it represented, it was, a, it was a presentation that God's presence was in this box. Because it's his testimonies. His law, his righteousness, his beauty in that. The manna that rained down every day. They think, man, they understood his ways. The power, the strength, the almond rod that been dead, cut off from its source, and lay in a dark box and bud and bloom and burst with almonds in a day. That's the God you serve. That's the God you serve. Hey. And they're going to wonder why we joined, come together today. My God. We serve a God that can make a dead stick produce. In a dark place. In a dark place, a dead stick produce. Amen. Amen. So, 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 so. This, 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 this was, this was the ark of the testimonies. Well, here's what I want you to see about that. That word testimonies. In the old Hebrew, as they would have used it right there, the Ark of the Testimonies, the old Hebrew, it had a root. How many of the root word was always really one of the big important words in, in deciphering what God's saying or what God's word is saying, if you really want to understand it to a great degree. Yeah. So if you really want to understand it to a great degree, I, I, I couldn't help it. I just got tied into this and, and it kind of kind of was what was going on with my week, but I got tied in, and in this, in the old, in the old Hebrew language, for the word testimony, the root, the root root word, is what it means, it means, do it again, do it again, do it again, do it again, that's the original, it goes all the way back to the original root word, where the word testimonies come from, 
It was, a real, it was really about going, do it again. I would, and that's what, good Lord, that's what, that's what this word means. Even, I, even as we draw off of it today about changing lives, about a prophetic glimpse, it's about the word of our testimony, the word of Jesus, what Jesus has done in our life, it just creates an environment, it creates an atmosphere where people can get a hold to and realize he can do it again. He can, every time we speak what Christ has done in our life, it, it declares if it's genuine, if it's true, if the Holy Ghost enforces it, it just enforces that he can do it again. He can do it again. He can do it. There is an anointing to repeat. Repeat the very same thing. Reduplicate. Not, it wasn't lost in that one experience. Everything. Everything God's done in my life, when the testimony is brought forth, or who's ever life, it creates the atmosphere where God can repeat it. Are y'all following me? Repeat. Repeat. Duplicate. That's why us Pentecostals has caught on to that a long time ago. We caught on to it. That's why we sing that song ten times. It's not a bad thing. Hey, it's not a bad thing. We're, we're just trying to repeat. We're, let's carry that song up that mountain one more time. Let's, let's carry that song up. That's all, and, and I know people throw off on us for that. They throw off on us for singing that song seven times. Or, or sometimes we throw off on ourselves because we sung it last week and God poured out. Well, I'm just going to tell you what. I just come to tell you. And it, it, it's, it's biblical. He'll do it again. Hey, if it's a true, genuine if it's a true, genuine testimony of Jesus, he'll do it again. He'll repeat. He'll repeat. He can re- come and bring, it, bring it again, bring it around again. Bring it to a, another place even, if you want to call it that. It'll change, change the atmosphere where great works, great breakthroughs, great things can happen. Amen. Amen. I believe that. In other words, whatever you're carrying in your box today has the power to be repeated. That's the word of your testimony. That's why we share. That's why we go into all the world. That's why we say, look what the Lord has done. It has the power among your neighbors, your family members, your loved ones. It has the power to duplicate, to repeat, to come again. I just come to tell y'all. Y'all ain't church members. Y'all ain't this congregation. Y'all don't just gather. No, 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 no. You all have carried. Y'all all help carry this, this, this box 
It's full of what God has done for you. And, and, and you take that into situations. And, and when your Mondays present a thing where you've got something in your box for that. Come on, somebody. When you've got something in it, and it may not be exactly, but you've got something in your box just like that. You pull that out of your box. And you wait for God. And he can repeat. He can duplicate. He can rework. He's been doing it for a thousand years, two thousand years in the New Testament church. He's been doing it again. He been do- He'll do it again. And y'all hope I don't. Work it out. But he will and he can. So, so today I, I brought my box to church. Because because this is, this is, and I'm not going to touch all, there's so, I, my box is full of all kind of little stuff. My box is full of little things that he's done. So many. I got some big things in the box, too. But I, I kind of brought my box today. And, and, and here's, what, here's what my heart is. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the Lord, and I'm just walking, I've got really no plan, no rhyme, no reason. I'm just walking with the Lord here, and, and I'm hoping, I'm praying that as we walk along, as he chaotics me, as he chaotics me, that, that, that he's going to lead me to the places to where what he wants to duplicate, what he wants to repeat, that he'll repeat right here today. And I'm praying, I'm praying to just get on you. Oh, that's where I was going, by the way. That's where I was going. You're not just congregationals. You're not just members here. You're not just a part. No, 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 no. You're a part of this ministry. Most of you know that. Most of this church knows that. You're a part of this ministry, and you carry your box wherever you go tomorrow, next week, or whatever. You take your, you're in a school. We gather to be in school of ministry. We're here to get schooled that we can take our box. That's what the Lord put on my heart Friday night. I was going to say something Friday night, and I thought, nah, just hold that. But I see that. I see that. I see that the Lord, the Lord is building a school of ministry in here. This is not going to be, it, it, we're changing. I don't know if you realize it or not, but this church is changing. Change. That's changing. Changing. Changing, going going from a consumer type to to producers, 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 producing, producing ministry, pouring out, and watching God. And the more you the more you pull it out of your box, and the more you watch God repeat, the more you're gonna want to take your box. The more you're gonna want to do it. More you want some some of you ain't never prayed for nobody to be healed. Or maybe somebody ain't never, never prayed for nobody to get a breakthrough. I'm talking about in person. Let the, let the Holy Ghost get on you and say, hey, can I pray for you? I see. I mean, you got a discerning eye. You see who's in trouble. You see who's hurting. You see somebody that's heavy. Hey, 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 let it get all over. Let the Holy Ghost just get all over you and go right to them to the cubicle, right to the water room, wherever it is, and say, hey, hey, can I pray for you and drag out of your box the word of your testimony, a prophetic auction, a prophetic anointing, a prophetic word that will bring change. Hey! 
feel chaotic, but it feels good. Feels good. That's what God's doing in here. Just so you know. Just so you know. And a lot of you will love it, and some of you are going to be uncomfortable till you get chaotic. And you go. And you allow God. I want to share just a couple of things. I, I got things. This got all over me. And like I said, I, I just came here to just kind of bearing, bearing my ark of testimony. And, 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 and it was kind of on my mind anyway. But I got, I got thinking. And this kind of can come up uh, last week. Last week, this kind of come up with someone. I was talking to someone who, uh, who was uh, uh, of another kind of another brand. <laughs> another brand. And, and they really are really are smart and really smart. And, and, and I'm, I, I don't even like to engage. With people that's really smart, who I know all they want to do is, is is try to find fault. You know, I don't even like I don't even like that. Uh, there's a, most of all y'all are smarter than me, but none of y'all really y'all not really trying to find fault to me. Because if you was, dang, it's easy. <laughs> I told I told the church a long time ago. I said if you if if you want my fault here, I'll write them down for you. You ain't got to look. I just give you, a, I give you, a, I give you a book all by myself here. Yeah, I just expose it myself because, man, because God set me free anyway. You know, it's just you, you, you do whatever you want with it. But, but there, there it is, there it is. But, I, but I come here this morning. I come here, Karen, and I was thinking, and that conversation that I had with this gentleman the other week, two weeks ago. Now, I got thinking. You know, March seventeenth, March seventeenth. It's about salvation. It's just about salvation. Your, your story of salvation is so awesome. You understand that? Your story, don't think it insignificant. Don't, don't, and don't think any little part of it's not powerful. And don't, th- and don't think God cannot duplicate, repeat. But, but I got to think, you know, March, that's, that's the date I used, March 17, 1990. I used that date. And I actually, I, I've told this story. I actually got saved probably March 13th on a, on a Wednesday. And it wasn't even in church. I was in a garage. I was in a garage on a creeper under a race car, putting in a transmission, actually, putting in a transmission. I was up under there, and my old dog, Grump, that was his name, Grump. I named him, I named him that for a reason, and I won't disclose it. Some of you know that story, but I'll, not, I'll leave that alone. I, I'm going to just say it like this. I raced with somebody named Grump back in the day, and, and, and we always had run-ins, so I named my dog Grump. Right or wrong, judge me if you want. It don't matter. <laughs> but I was up under that hot rod. I was up under that. Hot, oh no, you're putting this on live wire. There you go. Well, God bless you, Grump. I love you to death. <laughs> if you're listening over there in Bozo, West Virginia, hey brother. Anyway, anyway, I love that dog. By the way, that dog, me and that dog, we were tight. He, he was laying up under that race car with me. Now, he would, he, wherever I was at, I've always had loyal dogs. I don't, you know, it's, it's cool. But he'd laying up under the race car, and I was putting that thing in. And, and how many know salvation is not in a day anyway? It's not. Have you realized that? It's, man, you said a mouthful right there. It is, it is in the process of time. And, and it's a lifetime. It took me a lifetime. Well, at that time, my lifetime, I've since had many more years. But up till that time, at 26 years old, it had been a process from, from when I was a kid to my grandmas, my great-grandmother, and to all these others who spoke. And my granddaddy that drug me to the little Methodist church where you could hear the 
clock on the wall going. It was that quiet. And you know what? The preacher started at 1130, and he always quit at 12. Always. I'm sorry. He always quit at 12. And I would watch that clock, that clock. And here, my goodness, look, here, here it's like, shazam! <laughs> but, 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 I said, but even that had a part. Now, I wasn't, I was as far from Christ as you could be, but I look back now in, in the process. And, 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 and even in my teenage years, as what I, and just so you know, if you think you're far from God, let me just pull something out of my box. That, there's probably not many people in here that was ever any further from God than me. And I'll let my wife and my mother-in-law and my puppy-in-law fill you in if you like. <laughs> that was my mother-in-law. That was my mother-in-law with a stern amen. So far. So far, and I, I could even I could even embarrass myself with stories this morning. I could embarrass my family. I won't do it. It's no need. I just want you to understand how far, so far away. But in this process, in this process, God just kept working. And he talked to me at the weirdest times. You've heard the story. Me, me just belligerent on alcohol and whatever else I run into that night. Driving home, one, one hand over this eye. Some of you know about that. Some of you don't. I hope you none of no, you know none of you know about it. But but it was just going home, trying to and, and about three, four o'clock in the morning, and God would talk to me. I was like crazy. I said that's crazy. He would talk to me, sober me up generally, probably probably grace me to get home. And I'd get home. I bet the next morning it was whatever, whatever. Give me your best whatever. But it was all part of. And, and, and even leading in, leading into that Wednesday night, all my family, they, they got fired up for Jesus. They got turned on to the Holy Ghost. They got turned on to the thing. Well, not all of them, but the, the, the core back there. Poppy and Granny, my wife, she, she started going to that same little church and started leaving me them cassette tapes. Y'all know what cassette tapes are? All the young folk. I, I'm sorry. Again, cassette tapes way before. But anyway, started leaving them on the counter because she knew I had a cassette player in the garage. And that's where I spent most of my time. And she'd leave them on the counter and I'd just, for a while. But even now, I just couldn't stand it. Man. What's that woman listening to? What's that woman mean? She'd leave them cassette tapes. And I'd take them up there and I'd plop one in and I'd go to working on my hot rod and process. How many know what I'm talking about? Process. Process. And, 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 and as that began, and of course, circumstance, God works, God moves. Uh, my brother-in-law back there, the one that fell off the dumb mule. <laughs> Broke his ribs. Feeling better now, praise Jesus. Broke his ribs. He, he, he was in the Army, and he was getting ready to ship out to Afghanistan. 
uh, Iraq and what all. And they had a big going away party for him. And everybody, they wanted everybody to come. And of course, it was at that little church. Sure enough, at that little church. Yeah. Process, y'all, process. See, what have you got in your box? And, 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 and they, they, they was, at, of course, I had been out all that night. My little, my little, my little sister-in-law, little Kay, I don't know, she's about eight at the time, six to eight, I don't even know. She started calling me that morning, calling me early that morning, wanting, wanting to make sure I was going to get to church that day because of this event. Want, pro, God, God, process, process, process. Called me like ten times. I even lied to her. I said, yeah, yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> Kept calling. Finally made me mad. Y'all ever get some magic? Can't sleep. Process, process. Am I making some? I hope I make you some magic. Can't sleep. If you're thinking about God, I'm glad. Process, process, process. And, and could, couldn't sleep, couldn't rest. So I finally, you know what? I finally said, you know what? I'm going. I'm going. And, and, and this is, you've heard me say this, and this is, this is not to shame or not to bring glory, but I cussed all the way up there because I was mad. All the way. Yep, very carnal. Carnal to the core. Mad, 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 mad. Hey, I just want to tell you all something. If you got to ride with somebody that's cussing on the way to church, don't worry about it. They might praise on the way home. I'm going to tell you, cheer up, my brother. Cheer up, my sister. Even if she does, even if he does, hey, cussed all the way up, mad to the core, mad, furious. Got in there, sat behind the Holy Ghost's field woman in the whole church, unbeknownst to me. Right behind her, right behind her, right behind her. And I guess the Holy Ghost said, you know what, there's, 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 there's company here. We're going to fire this thing up. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm talking about. When you bring your friends and you're hoping it's not quite. <laughs> you know, I want a little bit. I, I, want the, I, want, I want the awesome sauce, but without all the. <laughs> you know, keep Brother League on a small chain. Don't let him get up on no pew today. Jesus! You know what I mean. 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 And, and, and sure enough, first song or two, man, that was like little Walton in there. That place come apart. Oh, my gosh. And, and see, I've got this carnal at best, at best, just been to church. And the little church that went, tick, tick, so quiet. And out of nowhere, I've never been to a church like this. I'd never heard nothing above the piano. And they done got to where I can't hear the piano. I'm holding on to the pew. <laughs> and it's not a big crowd. It's probably 40 or 50 people in there. She's over there. <laughs> she won't look up. She will, I punch her. She, <laughs> I just looked at her like this woman. What, what, what? They all in there. They screaming. They Holy Ghost filled. They talking in tongues. They bouncing. They jumping. They rolling. 
they shouting hair down. They was Orleaning it. Martha, Martha, the little lady I was talking about, she had this distinct way that the Holy Ghost, when the Holy Ghost hit her, she would just go, Woo! Like somebody stabbed her right in the ribs. And I'm like, I ain't touch that woman. Because she's right in front of me. I ain't touch her. I ain't, I ain't put my hand on her. I'm guilty. I got this guilty complex anyway. I'm like, dang. I look at Cindy and she's still. I find it. I find it. Here's what I told her. I, I punched her and I, she still wouldn't look up. I said, I said, I get out of this place alive. <laughs> I ain't never coming back. We left. We left. I didn't say much on the way. I didn't say much or nothing. I was just like, dang. What in the, dang. And, 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 and all week, it wasn't the noise. It wasn't Martha screaming. It wasn't none of that. I began to notice it had woke up something. So, something I never knew was there. It woke up something deep inside of my heart. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, everything I'd ever heard in the process about God. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, in my heart, my heart said, He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He lives. And, and, and all week, I couldn't get it off my mind. All week. So much so, listen, y'all going to think it's funny. But y'all gonna, so much so that week, I went home. It's about a Friday or something. And I told my wife, I said, I've been thinking about this church thing. I said, nah, I ain't going back up there to that church. I scared any of y'all ever been Pentecostal scared? Come on, be honest. Be honest. Pentecostal scared. Yeah, I scared. I scared. I scared. I was like, oh, man. So, so here's what I told her. I said, we're we going to go up to Granddaddy's church to, to say, where the clock. We're going to go to church with my Granddaddy Sunday. Because this church, this church thing is something going on. We're going to go to that church. And Well, we went. And guess what? That dang clock. And I left there empty. I left. I went looking. I went seeking. I went searching. I, I went. I, I went. I went looking for it. I was hungry. And I left there still hungry. I left there finding. Didn't find what I was looking for. So later that week, I said, I'm dwelling on all that stuff, dwelling on all that stuff, thinking about it. And I said, up under that hot rod with Grump. I love you, Grump. 
And I just slammed that transmission in. And I just rolled my creeper there to the side. And I said, Lord, I ain't sure about all this. This is what it says. I ain't sure about all this. I ain't sure about what all's going on in here. I know you're doing something in me. I never knew. And here's what I know. Here's what I know. Here's what I know. Here's what If you'll let me get back up out to that little crazy church next Sunday without dying or before I die, I told the Lord, I said, I'll give my life to you. I'll give my life to you. That was up on that high road. I mean, now I understand. I understand at this point, that was the night that I said, Lord, make me whatever you want me to be. Yeah, that's really the day. That was the day of salvation, honestly. Because I made the decision to trust, to trust in Jesus to get me back to where I could jump through the hoop, do whatever, please men, and, and, and fulfill things. That need. I mean, it behooves us to fulfill all righteousness. It does. It's all good. But I said, if you'll get me back there. And sure enough, I, was what I, I went. And God got me back up there on Sunday, March 17th. Got back up there, 19, got back up there, went up there, got up there. And, and I went in that church that morning waiting for the preacher to shut up like some of y'all are doing right now. Some of y'all looked at me like, how do you know that? <laughs> I am very discerning. I, mean, I said, if you'll just shut up. And he was preaching on almost Christian anyway. That's what he's preaching on. Acts, book of Acts. Almost thou hast persuaded. I said, Lord, I am there. I am, I am fully persuaded. I know I need to give my life to you. I know I do. Takes me back. Takes me back to my conversation with my smarter friend than I of a different brand. And he asked me, he asked me, he asked me what, what us Pentecostals, how many know when you get a question like what you Pentecostals think? I said, we don't think. We just kind of go with the flow. Or just like kind of dust in the wind, you know. <laughs> we don't even have to think. <laughs> what, what, what do you Pentecostals think about the age of accountability? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where do you come up with stuff like that? I'm like... The age of accountability. I said, huh. I said, I hadn't really thought about that today. It's not really been on my thought process today. I hadn't really been thinking. But it took me back. It took me back. Now, now, I, I, now, now weigh my words out. But this is, this is how the age of accountability come to me in my life. The day that I recognized that I was accountable was the day God woke up my heart. When he woke up my heart and said, I have put life and death before you this day. Choose therefore life. Now, I didn't know those words back then, but that's what I see now. 
And it was that time, it was that two-week period that I, now, I'm not saying I wasn't accountable before, but I didn't feel it. I didn't feel accountable then. I'm not saying I wasn't. I'm not trying to get into some theological debate with you. I'm just telling you. But the day he woke up my heart, here's what I want to tell you. Today, if you're here, and in the process of time, God has brought you to the place that you feel life and death is before you. And that your decision matters. Come on, somebody. That your decision, it really matters what I decide right here. Whether I choose Him and salvation and life or if I reject it. I hadn't really rejected it now that I look back all those years. It had never been really a question. I hadn't. I had never really rejected it. It never had become a question. But the moment it come a question, and my dead heart come alive, the moment it become a question, I realized I was in great danger. That hell would be my destination. There would be no hope of heaven for me. Lest I chose Christ the Savior. And would go to him and say, Lord, make me whatever. I don't even know. I don't know what you're going to do with this. I don't know what's going to be the end. I don't know what the month, the year, ten years, or what that is, but make me. Whoever's coming. I didn't get near enough stuff out of my box today, but this is just a place to land. Make me whatever, whatever, whatever you want me to be. Make me. And you know what? You know what? He's still doing it. He's still doing it. So this morning, this morning, I, I didn't get to talk to you. I didn't get to talk to you about the pursuit. Of holiness, I didn't get to talk to you about that box. I didn't, I didn't get to talk to you about healing. I didn't get to talk to you about being filled with the Holy Ghost. I didn't get to, I didn't get to talk to you. I didn't get to talk to you about the call and, and, and the call to, for you to even to serve. So many things. All the little things I didn't get to talk to you about overcoming some things. But, but, but nevertheless, I believe in our gathering here today, there's, there's people, you ain't up under a car. Putting no transmission in this morning, but in the process of time, God's been dealing with you. He's been dealing. And some of you here today, maybe you need to go and be the one that needs to come. Maybe there's somebody needs to add to their box today. You need to be the one to come and say, Lord, make me whatever. Maybe you told him that years ago, and now you're far, far, far away. Maybe you need to come. Make me. Make me whatever. Whatever you want me to be. There's so many stories in here. I keep looking at you, sister, because I know your story. This girl has got a full box. 
Now, I'm not going to share her story, but she's got a box full. Come up here, man. Just come here, come here, come here. I, I want you to come here. Come here. My God, this girl's got a box full of where God's brought her. Got a glimpse of what it could be. Got a glimpse. The Spirit, the testimony of Jesus is, is, is this prophetic anointing that gives you that glimpse. Come here, Cindy. Come here. Come here. Yeah. Yeah, you. <laughs> you that drove me to the PH church. Come here. You just scared her. It's your time now, baby. Uh-huh. It's your time to be nervous now. Hey! It's your time. Hey, I, I brought her up here because this is part of my box. Anybody out there today? Anyone sitting out there today? Anybody sitting out there that thinks you can't make it in marriage? That thinks you can't make it? thinks there's no way. No way. I want you to get a glimpse. Not that we're perfect or we're shining on us, but I'm going to tell you what, we are a picture of what couldn't make it, making it. Making it with style. Shining. Shining. This is the shiny part of my box. Shining. 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 Oh, get on your feet in this house. Shining. 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 They go sing it. They go sing it. It's up to you what you do with it. It's up to you what you do with it. Come out from under your car this morning and tell God, make me, make me, make me, make me, make me, make me, make me whatever, whatever, whatever you want me to be, whatever, whatever.